Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly collared clothing, and we stumble back into the time hole this episode. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Simon. So you see yellow is green. Oh, hey, everyone. (laughs) We've got got Emily. Hey, um, have we, did we already record this, or? Uh, No, this is the first time. No, this is the first time we've recorded Emily. Ever. This yeah, is the ever. first episode. I mean, there, Welcome there to the first episode. episodes, obviously. Yeah, I guess, I guess we Welcome do. Welcome to episode number one. <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't huh. anyone ever done a rewatch podcast where they start at episode 150 for no reason? Because Someone it's should... dumb. It's <laughs> not like that <laughs> has to have happened. Also, I, I was. That would I, be fun. I thought you were about to say, "Why hasn't anyone done a podcast where they watch the same thing every episode?" Which has also been done. So. That's also been done. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really funny if you did like Babylon Five, something super <laughs> complex, but started in like the third season and Remember just didn't. Remember when know. I wanted to get you into Babylon Five podcast? I'm, I know. I'm glad that never happened. <laughs> we just, I don't have time to do things. Anyway, uh, Fabi is here. Frankie, Fabi, hello. Hi. Uh, I'm sorry, but okay, Simon. I still don't get it. How were yellow and green different colors? You need to explain this. Okay, to me again. so <laughs> I, they're they're kind of like they're next to each other on the chromatic okay. scale a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're the same color. Because like when you mix, you know, when you mix yellow and blue, it makes green. Yeah. No, it's, they're yeah. not the same. I mean, no, you might be colorblind color. though. Are you colorblind, Fabi? No, I'm I'm afraid of this bit now because I know I am not colorblind. That's a real thing (laughs) people really get. Yeah, I got afraid of it. It would be fine if you were. Yeah, like yeah. Speaking of green and like other colors, though, but apparently in in Japan they didn't have a name for green forever. They just called it the same color as blue, and then they made one up. Well, yeah, because I think their their natural. Um, like grass and tree color was similar enough to blue that there was no cultural reason to have a different name. And then eventually, due to like outside stuff, they were like, oh, okay, I guess there are differences. That happens a lot, actually. There's a bunch of. Yeah, I think I, I remember hearing that like in ancient 
Greek poetry, there's no mention of the color blue because they they say the ocean is the color of wine or something, and it's like they didn't really have a word for blue back then. It wasn't really part of their lives. It's it's a weird thing to think about. Uh, so also rounding out the cast, um, we have a special guest back from a long. I don't want to read this copy. Do I have to? I wrote it. It took me back like from, two hours. Back from a long. Time ago. It's a good joke, Zach. <laughs> that, that took you two hours to write. We got, yeah. <laughs> there were different drafts. We have we have Jebediah. Well hi y'all! It's me, Jebediah. Feels Yay. good to be back in the saddle. So happy to have you back. Oh well thank you. You're not gonna be happy for long about this, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they all start happy, but they never end happy. <laughs> Jebediah, how, how did you get? How did you? How? Why? How did you get here? Because time holes. Okay, well that's great. <laughs> but, you know, I appreciate that it's a succinct reason. Yeah. I do appreciate that. Time holes. Um, Are y'all sure we didn't record this with Mike already? Like, I don't know. Who's I don't the, know. Wait, who? who's Michael? Who? My, Mike has who? been what? on other episodes. I know that oh. a lot of our episode intros sound similar, Emily, but this is the first time we've done this episode. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, mean, I guess I'm just having a weird thought. Wait, do you mean Matt? No, Matt, it's been a while since Matt was here. That's the <laughs> That's only true. person I can think of. With that must have been who I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I know you're probably confused because we have four different bits we're doing at the same time right now. <laughs> What we explicitly said before we started recording, let's not do too many bits. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's move on. So, Jebediah, I'm going to ask you a question that might be confusing due to the nature, the temporal nature of your presence. All but right. What have you been up to since last time you were on the show? Oh, well, the last time I was on the show, from my perspective, just happened. Oh, so you're That's just nice. like, you, that just happened for you. Yeah, it's, for, for me, it's been about five minutes, maybe. Okay, It's been, now, it's been about, no- what, a year for us or something? Yeah. That I sounds another, about right. I have another question. What What's what's going to happen to you after this episode? That's I'm not pretty much going to jump right to the next one. So okay. I, I'm not interested in spending uh, that much time engaged in y'all's weird time curse. <laughs> But I'm just, you know, jumping in where I have to to get it over with. I okay. just listened to a Doctor Who audio drama about this. <laughs> I was going to yes, say sorry. I just watched some Quantum Leap, and it seems like it's basically the yeah. same thing, but fine. It's okay. okay. The, the way we fix it is we have to go back at the beginning with Jebediah and show him he's a good guy and not a bad guy, and then future evil Jebediah comes, and he's holding a hostage, and then good Jebediah realizes he can, he can never become evil Jebediah, and then kills evil Jebediah. <laughs> you're you're making some bold assumptions about which Jebediah is the evil one. <laughs> Spoilers well, for the, uh, Doctor Who audio drama for 2002. I mean, it's the the evil one's the one with the beard, right? That's how it works. Yeah. Well, what if they both have beards? <laughs> Jebediah, do you have a beard? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, what, what's the, what's qu- the most evil beard? Because what if they have two different kinds of beards? Uh, mutton chops. What's well, the goatee, of course. <laughs> I have another question. What is the nature of your physical location? 
Well, if I told you, your head would actually explode. Okay, good. Right, Some Lovecraft shit we're dealing with right now. <laughs> it's, yeah, the impossible. Turns out Jebediah is an old god. Okay, well. <laughs> Excuse you, I'm still I'm still young and kicking. Thank you. There's, there's, like, there's actually like four apostrophes in Jebediah we're what hearing. If, what, if, what if Cthulhu talked and that was that? <laughs> <laughs> At night, I came to completely annihilate your species. Yes, Zach. What if? (laughs) At night, in my dreams, I can hear him. I can hear Jebediah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's uh, move on to some talking about things here. Couple things to talk about. Couple things. Jebediah's influencing you there. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, we've got a Battle for the Grid uh, update. We have uh, the PC versions out. So if you wanted to play it but don't have a console, um, I think Matt was waiting for the PC version. Um, you can grab that now. It's twenty bucks on the PC and includes uh, the first season of characters that they put out. Oh, really? Yes, that, uh, that's a really a good, good deal because I yeah. think that game was like fifteen or twenty when it first came out without those characters. Yeah, I think it's the same cost, and so that's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Uh, also, they have announced the second season of of updates, uh, which will include three characters: uh, Anubis, Doggy Kruger. Hell yes, yes. Doggy Kruger is fine, even though SPD is bad. Uh, Eric Myers. Whomst? Eric Myers is the Quantum Ranger. Yes. From yeah, I'll repeat myself. Whomst? <laughs> Who called for him? Who? I mean, he's pretty whose cool. Whose man is this? So, f- fan come of the on, show Lucas, or sorry, not fan man. of the show, friend of the show Lucas and host of D Comedy is a massive Quantum Ranger fan. Lucas, so- come and get your man, because, like, <laughs> why couldn't we get pink? Pink Time Force Ranger instead. She's already in it. Wait, is oh is she? was she a, a DLC? Yeah, she. I haven't she was, the no, DLCs. she's not. Uh, she's not paid DLC. She was uh, one DLC? of the ones that was added. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, so. I just have bad memory then. Uh, that's egg on my face. But uh, but mm-hmm. Jin's in it. But so Eric is fine. He's a neat character. Yeah, um, I like Eric. Uh, and Dai Shi, the the bad guy from Jungle Fury. <sighs> Uh, Simon, <laughs> how mad are you that RJ is not in this game? Oh, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not mad. <laughs> it went like some someone over there was like, you know, what was a good season? Jungle Fury. And then I was yeah. like, yeah, from the background over there. And I said, you know, what was a good character from Jungle Fury? Yeah, Dai Shi, the bad guy. No, it's, <laughs> it's not the one. You put an RJ in the one. <laughs> I will say that of the bad guys in Power Rangers, if you don't know what Daishi looks like, Google Daishi oh, Jungle he, Fury. He looks like Kylo Ren, but that. more he, snarly. He based oh well the person yes does yeah. look like Kylo Ren, but uh, the the costume is basically an evil Power Ranger costume, which yeah. makes it easier to map mm-hmm. moves onto. I think I guess if you try but to like so would a Power Ranger. Sure, that's true. I'm just saying if you're going to pick a villain, because a lot of people are like, please put Rita in. But the problem is that Rita, who is in the mobile fighting game, 
Like she's even not her much moveset, of a direct fighter. Is the thing. no, even her moveset in that is like shoot energy, and that's kind of it. Like she doesn't yeah. have because she doesn't have a lot of things she does really. <laughs> like Zed, I think works a little better. Um, Zed's in it, obviously. But, RJ's a so, werewolf. He could turn into a wolf, and also he makes pizza and smokes pot all the time. <laughs> Why? What's so hard about this? I Just put I, it in the game. I think I mean, you're, listen, you're assuming things that weren't shown in the show. Not once. I think you've never watched no, Jungle Fury. Not once did I see him make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He actually owns a business that makes pizza. The the, the laborers yeah, are he, the ones that the produce boss. the labor. Listen, yeah. R- RJ R- is the one percent. RJ is the surest I've ever been that a fictional character not explicitly sh- yeah. a smoking pot smokes pot, including Scooby-Doo and yeah, Shaggy. Yeah, exactly. I, I was about to say, he's, <laughs> he's even more of a pothead than Shaggy, obviously. Yes. We have so, pictures of him right now, and yeah, I can see it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's that. That's pretty cool. Um, the other thing that I'm very excited about, uh, because if you know anything about me, you know that the, like, the three things that I'm most into are Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, and Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boom and Boom Studios, the comic uh, company that puts out the the more um, sorry the Power Rangers comics, and um, IDW, the comic company that puts out the Ninja Turtles comics, are teaming up to make a Power Ranger Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ninja Turtle crossover. Um, there's a couple things I want to mention about this. The first what's is that, that everywhere... What's the John Cena, The Rock thing that they were like once in a lifetime and they did the match like three times? This is how I feel yeah, right see, now. Well, so that's the thing. That That's actually kind of where I was going with this, Frankie, is that every solicit is like the first time ever that the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers have met the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and here's the thing. That's true. They met the Space Rangers before. <laughs> so technically accurate. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, it is weird that I none of these have, like, I wa- I looked at a Bleeding, Bleeding cool, cool article, a, like, Comic Book Resources article. Now, granted, these are shitty publications, but none of them mentioned the fact that they did do that before. Yep. <laughs> it was the next mutation turtles with the Space Rangers. Yeah, there won't be an overlap of characters because space has the different cast, which I, hmm, we'll get to it. But I think I like the space cast more than the morphing cast. But we'll get there. Oh, I think yeah. I agree. But they I also like have Andros like, and I like TJ. I like Carlos yeah. a lot. Yeah, Carlos is fine. Uh, hey, did we talk about the fact that there there's a fifth Ninja Turtle in the IDW comics? Is it, did no. we mention that? Is it the heard girl that. Ninja Turtle that was in the yes. in the show? So she no. is a girl, but it's not it's Venus, Venus. Milo. Yeah. That's good because she sucks. Uh, <laughs> her name is Jenica. Her color is yellow, and she's a bow and arrow lady. Okay, that's cool. Um, I hope it, kind it's of... a it's a yellow that looks very different than orange because people. Often yes. we'll draw Michelangelo with yellow. It's very yellow, uh, but she looks cool as hell. I haven't. I'm 
I'm behind, but I think it's neat that they did that. Uh, I don't think she's in this crossover, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Oh, she's but, a punching uh, claw thing. Yeah, she has like... claws and a bow and arrow. She has, like, the punching claws and a bow and I arrow. Love she her. also she, 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 she has also... the claws that Michelangelo had in the UK, which were supposedly less bad than Nunchaku's. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she okay. also doesn't have boob plate like uh, Venus de Milo did. You know, which is like good. female turtles do. Yeah, you know how female turtles. Listen, let me show you my my one of my many personas. Yeah, turtles Uh, are reptiles. They don't have boobs. Hi, this has been the science corner. (laughs) All right, (laughs) listen, you haven't been looking at my fur affinity account. True, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, like, and like, I mean, you could. With the with the way the eighties did it, like the eighties cartoon was like, oh, you gained the traits of the last animal you touched. Maybe you could get away with turtle boobs then, but like, that's not how it happened in the IDW, right? I will also say that that I'm looking at uh, pictures of Jenica here, and I do think it's fun, funny, maybe weird that she has big pants. When the other Ninja Turtles do not wear pants, like, she's at like, all. Yeah, she's pretty clothed in general. Which weird. is fine, I guess, but, like, they don't have visible genitalia. Yeah, it's, no, like, it's like you, the fucking... They need to cover the turtle vagina, obviously, <laughs> it's, it's It's like the Archie I'm sorry, Comics, the uh, Sonic, where, like, all, all, yeah. all the girl animals have, like, way more... Have have more mm-hmm. clothes than like the boy animals do, even if and, they don't have a lot. Like Sally just has a yeah. jacket, but like, yeah. Right, uh, so Jebediah, do you have anything you would say about sexy lady turtles? No, not really. <laughs> okay, um, good. I just didn't want to lose you. I like you that Jebediah reacts sweet. like any normal sane person would to this conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I've, I've just had some really bad experiences with sexy turtles. You know what? <laughs> oh, I just don't want to go into it. Thank valid. you. <laughs> Jebediah, you're uh, valid. All right, well, we'll have to probe that later. Anyway, the... Um... I, I do want to clarify, though, before we move on, despite what Frankie is saying, I am not valid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I retract your validity. Yeah, he's pretty much... Scientific aberration at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's a mistake of the universe. I mean, so um, am I, but... Uh, so, uh, the the solicit for the crossover um, says that... Uh, it, or So, it's being written by Ryan Parrott, or Perot. I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name. It's P-A-R-R-O-T, which, to me, is, is Parrot, but maybe it's uh, Perot? French, or Perot? I don't know. Yeah, it could be French. Perot. Um, but he has, uh, he wrote Go Go Power Rangers, uh, the, for a while, and he's, he's very good. I like a lot of his stuff. Um, so he's gonna be writing the crossover. Uh, and it involves them going to New York City, the Power Rangers going to New York City to try to find Tommy, who's missing, uh, and dismayed to find out that he's teamed up with the Shredder because, Tommy just listens to anybody who tells him a thing first yeah, before. Uh, also, yeah. this is a this is a very like okay. When Tommy's not on screen, everyone should be asking, "Where is Tommy? What is Tommy doing?" <laughs> you know, you know how there's the really like obvious and well known matchup of Sonic the Hedgehog and and uh, Dragon Ball Z characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Sonic is Goku and uh, Vegeta is um, Knuckles Shadow Shadow yeah no. Shadow yeah the ancient he, prophecy we all know 
Knuckles is Knuckles is Piccolo, and Knuckles is and Knuckles is uh, is uh, Piccolo. Yeah, uh, mm. I feel like Knuckles is also Tommy because Knuckles <laughs> is Knuckles' whole thing is that like he's only bad at some in some some games because Doctor Eggman shows up and is like, "Hey, Sonic's bad this time," and he just goes like, "Oh, okay." You got it. <laughs> to be fair, that was like only two games that happened in. Only twice. <laughs> Just <laughs> it only worked two times. Fool me one. But, <laughs> yeah, but but Tommy is exactly the same way. I mean, we just had the King for a Day two parter where he hey, literally. I wasn't here for the second part. How fucking good that second episode is! It's very it's fun. The Balkan uh, Skull stuff's my, incredible. It might be my favorite thing I watched for the show. I, I sorry I couldn't it's, make it there, but. God, it was it's so okay. good. It was a great, their fight great time. Was so really anyway, good. okay, I'll stop. Yes, no, their fight is we. Yeah, we definitely talked about it. It's a lot of fun. So, um, that's the plot. Uh, they meet the turtles. Obviously, they'll fight them because that's how comic book team ups mm-hmm. work. Um, now I want to say shout out to my buddy Brian. Uh, he asked me, uh, because the covers that they solicited are just like those first couple covers for the the boom series where it's a person holding a helmet except it's the turtles holding a helmet yeah the ranger helmets Mm -hmm. and and my my buddy brian was like oh so what are their uh ranger costumes gonna look like and i was like well i don't think they're gonna wait (laughs) (laughs) they might because here's the thing they let Ryu from fucking Street Fighter be a Power Ranger, so why the hell not? Who the like, hell is yeah, Ryu? Yeah, I think you mean Ryu. Sorry, R- Ryu. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, but yeah, oh, like slide, but, they're yeah. already <laughs> color coded heroes. That, like it would be so easy <laughs> to do that. So I kind of hope they do. Also, anytime there's a chance to have an additional pur- purple and orange ranger, even in like questionable yeah. canon, I'll take it. Heck yeah. So, RJ was a purple ranger. Those those covers are cool with the helmets, but like I I think Lucas pointed out, it's kind of weird that they're not they're all holding the red helmet. Like which yeah. I guess might be a reference to the fact that they all had red bandanas in the original run of the comics, but I, I don't know why they it. did that. I understand why Leo is holding the red one because he's the leader, but like mm-hmm. uh I don't know why they did that. I don't really know what the matchups would be. I guess be the, Donat- well, I think I think Luke is like laid out like Donnie's black just because the Black Ranger usually has purple energy around him. Um and oh. Mikey is close to, enough to yellow, so Okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Donatello would be blue because Billy, but fair enough. That's just Billy, not yeah. like blue overall. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that, that's really cool. I, I would love to see them get, uh, Ranger Powers. Um, did any of y'all ever see the 2007 animated Ninja Turtles movie? I did. It's good. Yeah, I own it on Blu-ray. It's uh, not, it's, it's okay. It's, it's the second it's, best Ninja Turtles movie, it's in my opinion. I don't agree. But Raphael, uh, the one part I like about it is that Raphael has basically a common Rider like yes. costume that he gets in, so that'd be kind of neat. My biggest gripe with that movie is that the movie opens with like, "Here's the ancient legend of what happened," and then midway through the movie they do it again for yeah. no reason. Yeah, and it's like, why didn't you just have the middle one? And then we there would have been mystery in the beginning of the movie. We're like, what's going on? Who are these statues? But we already know the whole fucking time. So, <laughs> so anyway, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. I'm excited. Uh, 
psyched for that. They, oh, that's out in uh, December this year, the first episode, or first episode, the first uh, issue. So uh, that'll Heck be yeah. out then. Mm-hmm. Now, Pick it up if you like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Yeah, the IDW comics are great, by the way. If you haven't, Raphael has a fox girlfriend. It's awesome. Uh, Again? Uh, has he had a fox girlfriend before? Yeah, in the Archie comics, he had a fox girlfriend, and she wasn't a mutant. She was like a magical beast, but she was a she was a fox. Okay, girl. that might be this character then, because she's a magical beast fox. I don't. I didn't read the Archie comics, so God, maybe I hope it is her because I loved her as a kid. I was like, she's the coolest. <laughs> so fair enough. There you go. Uh, I mostly remember him dating Mona Lisa, the lizard space. No, that lady. was Mikey that did that. Hmm. I thought you were a Turtles fan. I am, but in the... Anyway, we're not doing this. Uh, So, so, uh, he dated her... Raphael dated her in the the 2013 cartoon. Okay, uh, this is episode 44 of Power Rangers Zeo, A Brief Mystery of Time. I mean, uh, it's really not that mysterious when it comes right down to it. No, no, that's just the title, Jebediah. Sometimes titles are, like, self-apparent, or they're... That, have you heard of Stephen Hawking, Jebediah? He wrote a book that was named almost that. That's a reference to that. That's what the title is. He wrote a book named that that was almost a reference to that? Yes. No, he Stephen Hawking <laughs> wrote a brief history of time. It's a book about space-time and black holes and stuff. And this this title is a reference to that book because the crossover between Power Rangers, Zeo Watchers, and people who have read Stephen Hawking is a very large Venn diagram, Perfect apparently. Circle. It's just a one yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you from firsthand experience, you cannot sum up the history of time briefly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stephen I Hawking agree. did. He was a pretty smart guy, I think. I think I think the title isn't just Jebediah. <laughs> okay, oh. let's move on. Uh, so we open on Angel Grove High. Uh, there is some idiot roller skating in the hallway. I just, uh, I just want to point Steven. out, now, I, I try to stick to just, you know, being like the weird time shit expert, but this is something I have to comment mm-hmm. on. Okay. This gentleman... Is disregarding the rules of the high school, just <laughs> skating through the hallway, making itself a, a real danger and a nuisance to everyone, and yet, yeah, and yet, he is taking the time to wear his knee pads, mm-hmm. elbow pads, gloves, <laughs> a helmet, and suspenders. Safety, safety first, Jebediah. Safety first. Yeah, the, the suspenders is the best part, for sure. Um... He's just trying to get to his class fast and in a rad way, but not without disregarding safety. Yeah, he can control elbows and won't get injured as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So uh, he is chased off by a teacher who says no skating in the halls. Uh, Tommy and Kat get uh, kind of bumped and drop their their books, their notebooks. And uh, Kat says, oh, they should put... uh, Oh, what does she say? I should know, because, you know, the plot. Uh, But she says, they should put traffic lights in here. And Tommy says, yeah, or at least speed bumps. Uh, I would say this is important, but nothing is important in this episode. None of it matters. Uh, They walk over to the lockers. Uh, Jason and Rocky come up and are like, you ready for the test? Um there's also a uh, a guy trying to get into his locker next to Tommy and having some trouble. Jason then says they're going to meet Adam and Tanya after school at the uh, uh, 
at the youth so center. So I know everyone uh, is like way older than teens, but I was watching this episode and then I was like, I, I don't know. I just thought Jason had graduated because he looks four years old. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, J- Jason, Jason's body type makes it way harder for him to pass off as a teenager. Yep. He's too big. Uh, and now, then, in fairness to to with with him. As I recall, ever all y'all thought that he was an adult when the show began, like all the other actors. But he was the actually only like genuine teenager. At yeah, the yeah that's true. true. That's yeah. right. I think he is the youngest. Um, Man, uh, so he's still probably only like early twenties now. He looks like, forty. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. But all right, I mean, he looks like an adult. I mean, but let's none not, of them not look 40. like teenagers anymore. Um, like they they don't. Uh, but so this uh, the kid who's trying to open the locker. It finally opens. All of his books fall out, and they uh, Rocky offers to help pick up, and they all agree to meet up later. Um, we go to the test, and we see Miss Appleby. Yay. Hooray! Is every this... time I see her, I'm just happy she's not dead. I... Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering <laughs> every time I see her now. I'm wondering if this is the last time we ever see I... her because it has to be soon, right? I watched this episode that's, with that's Emily and and Mike and uh, and uh, Cassandra, and I yelled out loud when Miss Appleby showed up because Miss Appleby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Miss um, Appleby's there, but she doesn't have a classroom anymore. Apparently, she's, in the she's library? just giving the test in the yeah. library. Yeah, this this classroom, like the desks they're sitting at, looks so much like they're just elementary school kids. Oh yeah, but the actual classroom itself looks like they're in like a library because there's like sofas mm-hmm. in the back and like books. Yeah, and, this like, is the library. They so just, they just the turned it into a classroom. You know when the professor said like, "Hey, everyone, let's not let's not be in class today. Let's go outside." Miss Appleby said that, but then she took them to the library. Ah, surprise <laughs> test. It's not a surprise because uh, they were talking about it. Forgive me for not paying the best attention. Did we forget to mention the bit about the shaved ice? Yeah, no, I, I, I thought that it. too. Like, Jason is really excited to try out Emily's shaved ice, which, that you know. He just likes, he just likes, <laughs> it. He, he just likes Emily. Also, I... I understand why you would say it sounds like a euphemism, but it it's falls not. apart it, when you try to figure out what that would be a euphemism for. She, she says you know. Emily is really working on her new shaved ice, yeah. which Emily you know, ice. you know that they're talking about slush. Yeah, but, they are. I'm just trying to figure out why someone would eat ice. <laughs> well, when it's hot, Sh- shaved it's ice is good. a food, you know that. And yeah, they, not, they, they put might sugary not, they syrup on it. In it's like a snow cone Jebediah's or something. Time. You know, well, no, so like shaved, I- ice, shaved ice is like is like um like blended ice, yeah. and then they put like flavored syrup on it. Yeah, I know it's, it's similar. Why would you drink the syrup? Exactly the it tastes better. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's bad. Um, you'll you'll end up like bartender. We Hillhouse Mexicans in that one call those raspas, and just because of that, they taste better. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. So, um, uh, miss the the uh. Bastion of truth that is Ranger Wiki says this is the only appearance of Mrs. Appleby this season. Uh, she will appear a few more times in Power Rangers Turbo. Oh, okay. So there's still the future for Miss Appleby. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah Turbo is like uh, they graduate uh, high, high school, school. Like in the middle of that, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. And then, but the new Rangers are high yes. schoolers. So, yeah. Um, works out. So there you go. Uh, Let's see. Those rangers go to space and they're still going to class. It's so weird. 
Yeah, that part's weird. Um, so anyway, uh, Rocky has forgotten a pencil for the test. He gets one for Miss Appleby. Miss Appleby says they have two hours to complete their test. I had forgotten that some, like, near the end of school, you had multiple hour tests, and boy, that yeah, gave me sounds a like panic a final. attack. Uh, next, we cut to... To Adam, Adam explaining, explaining colors to what Tanya. colors are to Tanya, which is... It, it, well, like, this kind of feels like they're flirting, because, like, she's yellow and he's green, and he's saying, like, well, you see, yellow is green, and, like... I, it's a, it's some kind of weird I, he, like joking around. Is, nah, he, he does a little hand gesture. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to like neg her color yeah, he, weirdly he's enough. Saying and that, saying, like you know, mm-hmm. green so much better. Than yellow, yellow's so alright, but green. And she says, "Shut up." Mm-hmm. It's a <laughs> well, weird. you know, the, the the real way to a woman's heart is to uh, is to neg the color of her soul. <laughs> Also, how quickly Adam went from like black to oh well, no, now green's the best one. Green's the one. I mean, yeah. I mean quickly. This is like near the end of the season. Listen, that's all relative. Uh, so anyway, I just thought that was funny. It does feel like they're flirting, especially when Tanya's like, "Shut up!" It's yeah. cute. Uh, Happy my visibility uh, day, everyone. When we're recording, is one day. They're both by. Uh, yeah. Uh, Um, they both get, uh, everyone comes in, um, everyone is complaining about the test, uh, Tommy says, uh, there's a lot of things I like about school, but tests aren't one of them, and Rocky says, I heard that, and then I threw up in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, now I want everyone to bear in mind that Tommy Oliver, the super dark and edgy Green Ranger, who's the cool badass everybody loves... Love school. Yeah, he loves school. It's just but not he sucks. What does he like? Why do people like him? I mean, I know like, why. He, jokes aside, because he has the coolest shit. Yeah. Period. That's uh-huh. it. That's the only reason. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, Balkan Skull show up. Uh, they pass on the uh, shade of ice, ice, which is really me towards Emily. She's been working on it all week. I know, that's also, terrible. Also, they... Uh, wasn't Emily just working in the summer? Did they ever explain, like, oh, she now works over here, too? Or are we just assuming that? They never explained that, but why not, right? She works for <laughs> Ernie, but, like, only, usually only at the, the food like, truck. beach shack thing. This is the first time we've seen the actual gym and juice bar in a while. Yeah. Um... I don't know why it doesn't matter really, but for Maybe some reason. Maybe the set was getting renovated and we needed to have a few episodes where they were outside. Sure. Um, sure, yeah. So, well, I'm not dismissing you. I just don't think they renovated the set. I just <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, fair enough. That maybe would cost repairs? Money. Repairs, maybe? I don't okay, know. maybe, yeah. Um, there must be some reason we couldn't use the set for a bit because that, that whole beach thing made no sense. So uh, they order two sodas, extra chili. Uh, Whatever that means. Skull, th- uh, or Bulk tells Skull to pay her. He throws change at her. And oh, I know what a fucking asshole. I used to yeah. work as a cashier and I hated that. I <laughs> want to make something very clear. If you've never worked as a cashier or in a retail uh, place, if you throw money at somebody, yep. 
That's the shittiest mm-hmm. thing you can possibly do. Yep. <laughs> it, it's it, the worst. It, I, I, I I saw this thing on Twitter like a, like a like uh, this is a while ago though like maybe like last month where it's like a it's a video and the guy um throws change at the cashier to buy something and the cashier like throws a change back and I was like fuck yeah like like fuck that customer he's an uh-huh. asshole but then the customer still wins in the end because the change that's all over the floor he goes like. Oh, I'm gonna pick up this pop and then just walks yeah, out, just, being like, "Go pick up the chain." Uh, it's like, what the fuck? Why make that the finish? Like, it's clearly staged, yeah. right? Why not make the cashier the one who wins out? Like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, don't do that. Uh, but she makes she gets two sodas anyway. Skull viciously shakes up one of the two sodas, uh, and. Bulk says, oh, it's been such a hard day being undercover. And Emily asks, undercover what? And he says, that's classified, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> and also, Bulk doesn't know how to do a tie, which I would make fun of him for, except I don't either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's most um, people, I think. Yeah, I have to look it up literally every time I do it. Uh mm-hmm. Bulk opens the soda. It sprays everywhere. Yep. Every, everyone laughs. It's a nice time. Um, at this point in the episode, I'm like, boy, there's like a lot of business <laughs> that doesn't matter going on. This better yeah, be going no. somewhere. This but feels really weird. And if you, y'all might have noticed that Zach's put, put a lot of detail in the summary, and there's a reason for that, and we're getting uh-huh. to it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it, it's just, it definitely felt a little off, but I did not know why. Uh, yeah, same. so we, we go to, um, we cut up to Gasket, uh, who is saying he's got a new plan, which is a Chrono Sapios, which is a little- I, I do want to note before we get to the, his, his primitive time warping toy, what he has, uh, I do want to point out that the juxtaposition of Bolt getting sprayed with soda- and then cut to Gasket saying, hi, everything's fallen into place. implies <laughs> that Bolt getting sprayed with soda is a crucial part of Gasket's yeah. play. I mean, isn't yeah, it, isn't every works. part of you, the universe yeah. a cog in the wheel of it's, fate and oh, everything? Cog. You know, it's yeah. basically pattern yeah, magic. You yeah, see, right. it, well, the thing is, is it, is it was very important for that to happen because um, Gasket has been siphoning clown magic from bulk for weeks trying to power <laughs> this new time device. Yeah, that's how it works. Well, uh, that's, that's not the most efficient way to make it happen, but I suppose it'll do in a pinch. <laughs> so, um, he he basically says, so here's the deal. Um, I've got this thingy. It's called the Chrono Sapios, and uh, uh, it's clearly a cheap crystal excuse ball. Excuse me, I'm a Chrono Sapiosexual? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only attracted now, uh, to people who are really smart about time. To smart time people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, basically, his deal is that this thing is going to trap Earth in a time loop while his battle fleet approaches Earth. But uh, then he shows it and is like right there already. He should just attack. Well, so here's my thing. I missed that part because it's eight seconds long. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't know why this plan was happening because they don't reference it ever again. Yeah. It just starts happening, uh, and I was so be- confused. Before the thing happens, I was going to say, there's very little Sentai footage. It's just, just a fight in this one. Mm-hmm. And this is like the fourth time in a row, the last three episodes, this that the Sentai footage is minimum, and I don't know why. It's not to make the episodes cheaper. It's just like maybe they ran out of some footage. They didn't think they could use any of the other ones. I mean, they do reuse a bunch of footage in this episode for sure, though. I have a theory, which is that yeah. in the Sentai, Prince Sprocket and Prince Gasket are the same character. Well, they are, yeah. So I wonder if they the problem was just like, well, we need both of them doing stuff. Do you and... just send one of, send one away and be like? Oh, yeah. he's grounded. Yeah, I, that's that's true. Fair enough. Uh, now, but yeah, my, I don't know. My theory is stepping stepping away from the in in universe explanations of the show. Okay. I'm reasonably certain that this script exists so that they can just film three different scenes in the exact same place. <laughs> Wait, and I have the were... actors just read basically the same lines but deliver them slightly differently and then just use three different takes. So mm-hmm. as a time-traveling expert, your theory is that it's this way because they were lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Listen, time-travelers are experts in laziness, so... <laughs> All right, so... We see. Uh, I mean, listen, y'all. I'm aware that this is a television show. Don't fucking uh, like. Don't shit a shitter. Yeah. Wait, this is not a documentary. <laughs> the documentary Power Rangers. Yeah, um, it's, so, it's like when you go to Avatar Land in Disney World. It's like, yeah, have you seen Avatar? Oh, you mean the documentary? <laughs> uh, there were a lot of people who wanted it to be really bad. Um, so the. Uh, Sprocket comes down with Clank uh, and Orbis and some cogs and is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send, uh, uh, I'm gonna send some cogs down. That's my big plan. And then mom will see how great I am. And Clank is like, are you sure that's a good idea, Prince Sprocket? Because your brother's working on something and you might like interrupt him. Uh, He's got a big plan. And Sprocket says... Gasket needs a plan to change his own oil, which I'm not a robot, but that seems like a pretty vicious burn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know exactly what the human equivalent of that is, but it feels like you need instructions to use the toilet, would be the equivalent, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So he's about to send some putties out. Uh, Putties? Or sorry, cogs. My bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, then this is the part that really confused me. There's no, there's no special effect or set scene transition or anything. Yeah. Uh, because what happens about? So, like I said, the Chronosapios is going to trap Earth in a time loop. We now just go back to the first scene from the episode. Of mm-hmm. uh, Tommy and Cat getting hit by the guy with the uh, rollerblades in the hallway. I, I mean, that's that's the grand tradition of Groundhog Day episodes and all sorts of things. It's always like you kind of pull it without warning and you leave the viewer to figure it out. Yeah, they're, they're I really wish you would stop casually making references to the Great Demon. Groundhog Day. Sorry, what's the Great? The, the great Groundhog, demon? the the most vile creature in existence. <laughs> the groundhog from Groundhog Day. Jingo! 
Stop saying its Punxsutawney name! Phil himself? Oh, heathens, a lot of you! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jebediah. They have no uh, time travel etiquette. I've been listening sorry, to a lot of Doctor Who, so I know I should have told them. I'm so sorry. Is the, the from supposition... Now on, we'll, say, we'll say the beast who must not be named. Yeah, like everyone is, else does. Is the supposition of this bit that in the plot of the film The Groundhog Day... Stop saying it! Beast... doing it! <laughs> I'm sorry. The plot of that film Good, is yes. that the curse is placed on Bill Murray... By the beast that must not be named, because I don't think well, that's, that's what happens subtext. in that movie. You need to read that film exists as a warning, <laughs> because what was was foisted upon one William Murray. Yeah, you know the documentary is, that film which must not be named. Yeah, it's it is, but a taste of his wrath. Great. Okay. I'm learning a lot today, so that's good. I appreciate it. Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's move on. So they're at they get hit by the guy on skates again. Um, the exact same uh, uh, lines happen, mm-hmm. except that Tommy says, "Or at least speed bumps." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he is already starting to, oh God, I just remembered the in episode explanation for why he's the only one uh-huh. who yep. gets this yeah. and I got angry all over again. Anyway, um, we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, it's, it is funny but, that it happens to be the one guy who is the most forgetful of the characters we know who has the, he's the only one who has the power to notice that things I, are I, different. I want to pretend or I want to believe that the, he actually like rem- w- if this had happened to anyone else they would normally like remember everything and immediately be like oh wait no we're we're repeating the same day but because it's Tommy it takes him a while to realize what's going on yeah, maybe there were like 2,000 off-screen loops before this mm. one where Tommy completely didn't notice it and now he's like wait a second you know, I'd like to believe that you know if it was Rocky he would immediately be like oh it's a time loop situation you know, he's aware of the. Of I mean, the Rocky genre. has a really good moment later on, also. Uh, that so just good. is in line with all of that. Um. So, in any case, uh, uh, Ta- or sorry, Jason comes up and says, "Well, uh, hey, I we're gonna meet uh, Adam and Rock, or sorry, Ad- Rocky and Tanya after this." Uh, and Tommy says, "Yeah, that shaved ice sounds great." And uh, Jason's like, "What?" I, I I do like like uh, Jason's reactions and Rocky's reactions are really good. They're just like, uh, it's like what um, I've never mentioned. Shane guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, they're very confused. Jason actually does have a really good like blink expression that he yeah, gives, yeah, which absolutely. I enjoy. Um, and then Tommy reaches over and stops the books from falling out of the kid next to them's uh, uh, locker. And everyone is looking at Tommy like he's, you know, some kind of freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, I will say that I know it's this is for children, but you get it 
already, and yep. we're going to do this for another eight minutes, yep. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, like, and, like, this day that we see here, this whole scene gets replayed a third time, but this time with, like, no changes. Yep. Like, at least this is different than the first time we saw it. But then we see this exact one play out again. Yeah. And it only 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 change until, like, the ambush scene. Yeah, I will it, say, though, for, for a story about a time loop, and believe me, I've got a lot of experience with time loops, only seeing the loop repeat three times is a remarkable amount of restraint. Yeah. Grand scheme of things, he figures this out pretty quick. Well, three times is fine, but it, like they they should change it up for the third one. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I have a question. If this loop had gone up for longer, how many times before uh, Tommy started killing other people to <laughs> see if that would get him free of yeah, the loop? Yeah, this time episode is really missing the crucial. Hey, I can get away with anything montage that usually accompanies these kinds of works. Well, we'll see it as his experiences with with being brain erased. Uh, basically confirmed that deep down in his purest essence, Tommy Oliver is evil. Uh, I think it'd only take about like maybe two more loops until he starts becoming a mass murderer. Have you all heard <laughs> about the object of power that's a VHS copy of this episode? Except every time you watch the episode, the characters become self-aware that they're in an episode. And so the more you watch it, they start freaking out and then they start fighting each other and making rituals. That's an SCP, isn't it? You just yes, it, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's fine. Uh, uh, and then at some point, they just sacrifice Rocky in the middle of Angel Grove Park to see yeah. if he fixes the problem. Uh, he survives it weirdly enough. <laughs> he's, yeah, for some reason. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is uh, we we get again. Like I said, we get it, but we're not done. Because now Tommy's like, oh, I already knew you needed a pencil at the test, Rocky. Like, mm -hmm. we just, we get a lot more of this. Um, finally, we see a scene that we didn't see before, which is them walking uh, through the park to go meet uh, Adam and, uh, or sorry, Rocky and Tanya. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, Ad it is Adam and Tanya, what? Adam and Tanya, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they, uh, they're talking about Tommy's like, yeah, I'm having really bad, weird deja vu. Uh, and then finally we see the attack of the cogs that was set up last time, but the loop didn't go far enough. Um, that's not really ever explained, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, so well, they well, the, the, the thing, the thing is, uh, Sprocket is... It, it takes a while for the rest of the Machine Empire to be sucked into the loop because they were not the target of the spell. Oh, I see. So they actually they... have just been sitting out there for a while until they finally got, like, sucked in. This is why I'm not an expert on board for this episode. They yeah, an expert stuff like that. I mean, time holes. Time holes. Yeah, the, the, the part that confuses me is that the loop seems to be confined to Earth and the the uh, sprocket and the cogs were not on Earth at the start of the loop. So, what happens to them when the thing resets? Did they go well, back to the moon? Well, so they, they, they actually... got caught in the first reset, which so now they're now they're just been on Earth the whole time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I actually think that makes makes as as much sense as anything else. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, so they fight for a while. Um, 
Gasket is like, why, why is, why is he down there? That sucks. That's not right. Uh, we see uh, the cog fight, which is fine. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, like oh, also Sprocket seems to like have an idea that this is this has happened before. Yes, mm-hmm. Sprocket is also like kind of feeling like he's seen this before. Uh, we finally show up at the gym well. And the, juice the, bar. the thing is, you you there there is an explanation that we get for Tommy, but the explanation for Sprocket is that once you have ascended uh, to a higher plane of being it becomes easier for you to become immune to time loop shenanigans. And as we all know, the true form of the most powerful being in the universe is a little boy dressed like a sailor, <laughs> and Sprocket is very close to that. And, uh, and of course, you know, the, the little boy dressed like a sailor, who does not have a name. It's not that he must not be named, it's that he does not have okay. one. No, uh, and he is, he is the true nemesis yeah. of the demon groundhog. And all of us... All of, us must live in, all of us must live in constant fear of the repercussions and collateral damage of their fight. So, some people just call the little boy Untitled Little Sailor Boy, but like he doesn't actually have a name. He's just a little sailor boy without a name. Yeah. Wow, uh, that so, joke died. No, it was fine. <laughs> I think it had just reached its logical con- conclusion. I just think that was it. That was the end yeah. of the joke. Uh, so they they show up and and uh, kind of explain what's going on. Um, and uh, Tommy is like, "Yeah, uh, this has all happened before. Bulk's about to get uh, soda sprayed all over him, and then that happens." And it like happens all the time. Yes. Like, he's like, come on, man. Anyone could have predicted that one. I love that. That's so good. I love that Rock is like, I mean, yeah. But have <laughs> the show? Yeah. So... Um, well, as we all know, Rocky is self-aware of his presence in work of fiction. That's true. Yeah. Um, but then our time... And truly, we- that makes him one of the most dangerous beings in the multiverse. <laughs> Rocky is the Gwenpool of uh, Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> uh, then the time loop ends again, and let's take a quick break, and we'll we'll continue on. <laughs> Right now, you're suffering under an enormous weight. We provide... Leverage. Or at least, we rewatch the TV series of the same name. Each week, join me, I'm Cassidy. And... Hey, I'm Frankie! As we watch an episode of the show where bad guys make the best good guys. Find us on Twitter at Let's Steal Cast, or on iTunes at Let's Steal Podcast. And remember... H is a geek, baby. We're on our third rotation of the time loop, and this is where it just gets really redundant. Yeah, like I said, it's exactly the same as the last loop. They're finally doing the Power Rangers thing of repeating footage wholesale. But I don't think they're repeating footage. I think they filmed this over... No, I think this I, is exactly the same. You you sure? Oh, okay. I, I was like, oh, I think they just... I think my thought was that they had filmed this three times, 
but the actors were like, oh, I guess I'll just act it the same way as before. I think some... Okay, I'm looking at it now. I think some of the shots are repeated footage, but I don't think they all are, which is even wilder than if they had just completely repeated it. It's weird. Tommy says a different thing when he catches the books Mm -hmm. than he said the first time, but Jason's footage is, I think, exactly the same. Yeah, exactly the same, yeah. So... Yeah, it looks like maybe some of it's repeated. I mean, it would make it. sense that if anyone is acting slightly differently, it would be Tommy. That's, that's at least consistent with the mechanics of what we've seen. True, fair enough. So, Tommy, they're they're walking through the park again. Tommy says he knows what's going to happen before it happens, and he knows the cogs are responsible. <laughs> I really uh, want Rocky to be like, Tommy, we get attacked by cogs every time we take a walk in this park, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Vivid, this is the best scene. This is the best part. I, I also because like the, I, I do want to point out that Jason says, I don't know, Tommy, it's been quiet all day. The implication is that usually when there's cog fights, it happens multiple times in the same day. <laughs> so there are like Power Rangers heavy days and then no Power Ranger days. They, they, they checked the monster forecast. It was all clear for today. So I don't know what he's worried about. So. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, they are – Tommy's like, well, you don't believe me? Well, why don't you go look over there? And he points at a bush. Uh, <laughs> and, and I just love this because the exact opposite has happened where the Power Rangers get snuck up on when they're hiding yeah. behind a bush. Uh-huh. Uh, they don't even notice time, it. They're just like, there's, oh, the, yeah. there's an entire huddle of three cogs and Clank and Orvis and Sprocket just like hanging out, hanging out in there looking in another direction, just waiting for their opportunity to pounce. It's pretty good. Well, the best part is like, if you see the bush, it's tiny. It's yep. very so tiny. I don't, I, they must be looking the exact opposite <laughs> direction and also deaf in I order just, to I, not... I was just saying, wouldn't it be so good if they went and they looked and the cogs are just in the cogs and Spock are just looking right at right their face and they just don't do anything. <laughs> They're just looking them dead in the eyes. <laughs> but yeah, they s- sneak up on the cogs. Also, and like this is just a nitpick, but like... It was filmed separate, and you can literally see through the bush, and they aren't there, which is just mm-hmm. a thing that bothers no, me. No, no, that's but it's just fine. an effect of matter. the time loop. Sometimes things <laughs> uh, you don't see them from different angles. Yeah, that tracks. After after they they see the cogs, they just walk back to Tommy. And like, oh wow, you can see the future. Like they don't attack <laughs> the cogs. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they like walk back calmly, and also this whole time Tommy just stays. They're like not looking at the bush, being like, okay, well, if I mm-hmm. turn around and look at them, then they'll know we're on to them. Not the fact that I sent three people there. <laughs> um, so, th- no, you're right. They don't attack the cogs. In fact, they just leave. They which, go back yeah. to Tommy. And, yeah. And you can which, see them trying to sneak off on the Rangers while they're teleporting away. And then, yeah, Sprocket goes, ah, nerds. Now, I, I, I do want to point something out that seems strange to me. Okay. And maybe it's just that she's incredibly quick on the uptake. Catherine immediately makes the leap from, oh, we have proof that Tommy knows the future, to, oh, we're in a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. She does. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, 
they have all had some limited time travel experience before, uh, though, though actually Kat didn't really, whatever the fuck hers was, as we've previously discussed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, um, this tells you how dumb I am because you know how the putty slash cog slash tanga fights don't ever matter? Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for, I don't know the exact number of episodes that have been about actual episodes, but let's say around 200. We've been doing this for around 200 episodes. This is the first time I was like, why don't they just leave every time? (laughs) 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 Like, it doesn't matter. It's like, what's going to happen if they leave the the cogs alone? Are they just going to attack the completely empty, super large park? Attack the the grass? The reason they don't leave it every time is they want XP. Yeah. If you leave every <laughs> yeah. encounter, you end up getting stagnated, and then you get rolled over, and the boss fights are really hard. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's fair why enough. the sword fights right, are, are so easy sometimes. They just are super over level at this point, doing every fight they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, uh, we cut to... The, oh, sorry, we don't cut. They just teleport away, and uh, Sprocket's like, wait, that's not how this is supposed to work. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess this is, this is where he, he starts cluing in on a time warp thing. I was Yes, wrong. he says, uh, do you get the fun, weird feeling we've done this before? Mm-hmm. We, I, mean, I mean, fail to sneak up and destroy the rangers. I get the feeling we've done that about 44 times now. <laughs> yeah. Um, they teleport to the command center, uh, and, um, Tommy explains that the, they're caught in a time loop, which again is a complete guess from Kat, basically. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, Kat says Tommy's the only one who can detect the wrinkle in time. And mm-hmm. then, listen, the, I okay, know no, wait, wait, yeah. wait. Zordon, Everyone at home that's listening, if you're in a place where you can do this, guess. please say out loud, why you think that the canonical reason why Tommy <laughs> Tommy is not affected by the time loop? Please say it. Okay, three, <laughs> two, one. Okay, please give us the real reason, Zach. Well, uh, Zordon, who has often just pulled shit out of his non-existent ass, uh, <laughs> this is maybe the worst one because he says, oh, well... Tommy's uh, recent experience with the brain drain helmet must have left him hypersensitive to aberrations in the space-time continuum. <laughs> what? That's a known s- common side effect of this thing. Of Keep in mind, as I stressed last episode, the brain drain helmet didn't mm-hmm. damage his brain or, or like, brainwash no. him. All it did was remove yeah. memories. It didn't even... <laughs> give his powers to the other guy because that didn't work well you see much like Sprocket Tommy as someone who has been inundated with so many different wavelengths of color energy as well as both good and evil energy has himself begun to ascend to a higher plane of existence (laughs) and the higher you go toward the ultimate power toward this this perfection that is a little boy in the sailor costume The natural flow of time and your personal perception of reality become more or less interchangeable. 
So Okay. Yeah, so the less that he perceives of his immediate world around him, the more he sees the entirety of existence on a meta-textual level. So I have a... Gemini, I have a... Okay, sorry, go ahead. You know, you go first and I'll I have a theory that's related to Jebediah's theory. It's not completely the same. Uh, We know that Sprocket and Orbis and Clank and the Cogs were able to realize this after after, uh, uh, a cycle or two. Uh, And what do they all have in common? They're robots. So the obvious conclusion is that Tommy died in the arena and was replaced by a robot. <laughs> okay, sure, fair enough. That yeah, would make it more like... interesting. <laughs> the only the only problem with that theory, because it is it is otherwise sound. The only problem is Alpha does a scan and you can see his oh, brain. I'm sorry, a cyborg. That's true. That's true. Or is it Android? He's either an Android or a cyborg. That, the most upsetting thing about the mm-hmm. thing that you just said is that yeah. it's true and happens. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bad. No, we can I was, see Tommy's I, brain. I was going to ask Jebediah before we move on. Um, so, real quick, does the little boy in a sailor suit who is the, the all the good in the universe, uh, is that... Does that extend to ducks, aka Huey, Louie, and Dewey? I mean, you're or close no? to it, right? They don't wear sailor uniforms. Yeah, Donald you're taking does. Donald. He's he's an adult <laughs> duck in a sailor suit. Huey, Louie, and Dewey wore wore sailor suits in their like old 1930s versions. No, they don't now. They? No, I mean they oh, were actually, sweaters I think and caps. Right. Yeah. No one, no one is thinking about that version of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They don't matter. <sighs> well, that that's fine. It, they weren't good, but it does help explain why they were so powerful. And why nothing Donald could do could contain them. Okay. <laughs> okay, fo- follow-up question. When Hugh and Dewey and Louie became teenagers and formed a quack pack and changed their outfits even further, did they then grow weaker in the mastery of space and time? Yes. Okay. That is, that's why that <laughs> show was far less successful. When you're far away yeah. from okay. the image of perfection, your own perfection gets diminished. This is like obvious time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, from from most perfect to least perfect, you have Golden Age Disney cartoons, then Ducktales, then Quack Pack. I get it. Okay. Uh, so yes. uh, uh, let, now that we've moved on from our Ducktales power rankings, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the rest of the episode. Uh, Alpha says, "I'll scan for any irregularities," and then he takes out a big gun and shoots Tommy in the face and you see his brain meat and I hate it. I hate that this happens. It's so upsetting. Um, and Isn't then, that dangerous for my brain? Uh, no, you might be sterile now though, but you know. <laughs> Why about would that of sterile? Because <laughs> that's where your sperm lives in your yeah. brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right, because pee's in the balls. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, we, I mean, we've talked about it before, uh, Simon, because mm-hmm. you and I have watched the most, but like so many mentors in Power Rangers just fuck with the the Power yes. Rangers like DNA and the- don't ever ask if it's okay. Operation Overdrive <laughs> is the worst about this. They're yes. just like <laughs> stick He's these like- people in the machine and go, Well, you're mutants now. Be Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um 
So yeah, uh, he says Tommy's uh, b- brain uh, altered brain chemistry can detect even the slightest temporal disturbance. And from the now till the end of the episode, all I could think about was the episode of Futurama where Fry uh, is the guy who has to fight the evil brains because he's the <laughs> stupidest. That's all I can think that's about similar, the rest yeah. of this episode. <laughs> um, I mean, if you think about it, that's functionally the same plot. Basically, it yeah. kind of is. I mean, because his brain got fucked with by some, you know, weird power or, or machine. Now he can sense... I also love that... Because Power Rangers has done this kind of thing before where they need a reason or explanation, so they just go like, oh, well, when you guys did this, you know, 20 episodes ago, it did this. Like, when Billy mm-hmm. couldn't take the Zeo Crystal, in her, uh, it was because, oh, he absorbs too much stuff during the command center explosion. This happened last episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, the thing that would... The only thing that would allow them to detect this temporal anomaly just happened to happen last episode. And also Prince Gasket did it, which <laughs> yeah. is even funnier. The, the thing so, that defeated Prince Gasket's plan is his previous plan, actually. Right, exactly. <laughs> he really should have seen this coming when it comes right down to it. That's just on him. Yeah. Um, so uh, this, is, this, this really feeds into why Sprocket is the more powerful brother. Because he's closer to a small child in a sailor suit? Yes. <laughs> I'll hail the small boy in the sailor suit. May his novelty lollipop shine, shine on us all. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they um, uh, Zordon is then, now that he knows it's happening, able to triangulate the source of the time-altering phenomenon. Uh and they see the little little uh, chrono sap sapio. Chrono sapio. Just chrono sap. It's just time sap. Is that where they got? Yeah, that I mean, from? Yeah, like from knowledge hey, or um, can intelligence. Can someone update the TWA wiki and next to a metal milk put time sap uh, of words that Sack <laughs> has made that. At the same time, they make me, like, shiver to my core and incredibly <laughs> curious. <laughs> you, you, the thing with time sap is you boil that, get yourself some time syrup. Mm-mm. Good <laughs> I, on I pancakes. I hear people just, you put like, it on, yeah, you put I hear it on people snow just and lick eat it. Time, time syrup in Canada from the, from the snow. Oh yeah, you you boil it even more, make time taffy, put that on a popsicle stick. Wow. Now, now hold on, hold on. Now that Emily, is what the novelty lollipop yeah. is made from, incidentally. Oh cool. Uh, Emily, you made an upset noise. I have to admit something. I thought that was true. Is that not true? What I mean, not true? with the time part. It's maple taffy is true. That, that you put a, the syrup on the snow and then and then eat it. It's not is syrup. It's taffy. I've never done that. Um, I have grabbed the snow when I was a very little kid and put, like, orange juice on it. Okay. All right. That's not what we're talking about here. All right. Uh, Canadian maple stuff 101. They Okay, so when you boil maple syrup even harder, it turns into taffy, which is sweeter and also thicker. And okay. what, when you go to the sugar shack, when they, what they do is they, they have these racks of snow. It's not actual snow they picked up off the ground. It's, like, f- comes out of a freezer. It's in a 
dish thing and then okay. they pour the taffy on that which is b- like boiling hot so it hardens on the snow and you pick it up with a, a popsicle stick and you just lick it that's what you do with okay it. i i'm glad because for a second i thought i was actually just horribly racist <laughs> and it's not racist was, like, well okay uh nationalist <laughs> i guess yeah uh, but good to know i was not completely insane okay right. uh let's move on um so they see the Chronosapios. Um, they all, again, they are like, oh, they must have paused time on Earth so their invasion, invasion fleet could travel through space to get here. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> a lot of leaps. Like, <laughs> the just best, a whole bunch of logic worst leaps. thing is that they're not wrong. Yeah, no. th- that, that is what Gaskett says the plan is. The problem is, as evidenced by Sprocket, his fleet would just also get caught in the loop. Gasket is not a very he's intelligent man. with things that he cannot understand is what's going on. Yes, and therefore the person who defeats them is someone who understands even less. Because <laughs> Tommy can see through the time hole and can see the crystal ball that the other rangers cannot see until Alpha does the beat boops. Yeah, okay, fair you enough. You remember when Alpha um, made a bomb? So, uh, I guess it was a bay break. You weren't here in the episode. Alpha what? made a vape, a vape rig. rig. Yeah. Oh, he did make a vape rig. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. God. Um. So, uh, he says Zordon's like, okay, you have to destroy the source of the time loop, um, so that we can, you know, get out of this thing before the bad guys get there. Um, they morph and teleport over to where the Chronosepios are, um, and. Uh, then the monster of the episode is, 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 uh, is introduced. <laughs> well, Little okay, late. like, what I love here is, like, um, Tommy's, like, reaching his hand out, and, like, someone says, careful, bro, I mean, it must be Jason, because he said bro, and yeah. then he's slowly putting his hand to really... his crystal ball, of an explosion! <laughs> Can we just mention, I really want it to be Tanya who says, careful, bro. That would be good. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, so this monster is Protectron. Uh, it looks stupid, but it does have a bowler hat, which is great. Yeah. I like that part. It, it looks like uh, I don't. There's, there's a persona that looks like that, so it's clearly based on some yokai. I don't know what it is exactly, but yeah, it's like, like kind sure of a either. steampunk face thing with a hat on. It's pretty good. I like. Also, I don't it's think it's a yokai, also it, it has yeah, it's brick. Thing shoulder pads with cannons on it, which is also pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, they fight it for a little while. Um, you, oh, uh, sorry, back to Emily's point. Yes, uh, for some reason, <laughs> uh, Tommy reaches toward the, towards the Chronosapio like he's going for the money in the bank briefcase in a fucking WWE match. Like, he just goes so slow at it, and then he gets blasted. Thank you for laughing, I, 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 I thought it exploded <laughs> when I first saw this scene. I started God. laughing my ass. That'd be pretty <laughs> funny. Wrestling <laughs> match? They pulled the, the briefcase up with and with, with the chain, but like one of these days, someone's almost there, and then boom, exploding briefcase. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. <laughs> um, so, uh... Uh, Gasket is upset. He's like, no, uh, if they blow up the Chronosapios, quote, the invasion force won't be able to reach the Earth in time. I, but what? My what? Head hurts. The, the invasion they force was, was already right there at the beginning of the, of the time loop? In, but what? 
in, they in come time from the moon? For, in time for what, though, too? That's like, what I'm asking. Like, mm. what, what is your time limit? It's time not like Earth... Invasion? It's not like Earth has, like, an yeah, alien defense force in, in this time of Power Rangers. Yeah, the EDF. EDF. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't really make any sense. Uh, so then we cut back down to the fight. Um... Uh, Sprocket says he wants to get the kills, basically, so he sends his, his, uh, um, uh, what are they called? Cogs. He sends the cogs in at the same time as the monsters. The the, the Uh, monster is holding Tommy, like, doesn't seem to be that strong a grip. It's not even holding him by his upper arms, and he apparently can't move. It's, It's a really weird way to take him out of commission. I don't know. Yeah, and then Gasket and Archerina come down also, and, like, this is the point where I was like, well, they're fucked, but no, of course <laughs> not. Uh, well, I will say, it's very strange, like, even bearing in mind that Gasket isn't really the big bad of the season, he's theoretically the head villain right now, mm-hmm. and he just comes down and fights. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do like that part about him, uh, and, like, the fight with him is actually pretty cool. He, like, kind of owns everybody for a little while, which is neat. It's just like, it, it is one of the only things that's relatively consistent in Power Rangers is that when the Rangers lose, it's always because there's too many monsters at once. Like that's the only time they lose basically. Well, then and when their parents have been kidnapped, that's the other one. (laughs) But, um, so I thought like, maybe this is going to be a big, like important episode. Uh, Anyway, no, uh, not really. Tommy uh, gets his laser pistol out and shoots Protectron in the face. Uh, my f- favorite thing is that he does this while, like, he just pulls his pistol out. Protectron's just standing there, and then he jumps in the air and like lays down sideways, and then shoots Protectron. And I know everything that the Power Rangers do is kind of an unnecessary. But it just seems extra unnecessary. <laughs> like, just shoot him, guy. It's okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, he that that does it. He just falls down. You did it. Great yep. work. <laughs> and then he karate chops that crystal ball to oblivion in a weird way. And he says one down. And then Jason says several to go. It's it, what what. That's that's a weird one-liner. It makes it sound like there's all these crystal balls I have to get to. Right. I, they're talking about I was the like, are there, are there a bunch of those? Did I no. miss another well, explanation? Well, there was, no, there was the, the Orb of Doom. Sorry. And yeah. I, the, the Orb of Doom? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm, 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 I'm assuming that this is just what what this particular like network of evil empires that Zed and the Machine Empire are part of, whatever they're loose coalition is the the only kind of time manipulating thing they know how to make is a crystal ball and again Mm -hmm. it's just it's not very Mm -hmm. it's it's very primitive it's very basic it's just it's (laughs) but it it works if it's Uh, all you got also known as the eye of rassilon if if you're a doctor who had basically the same thing I'm just making references for myself and Victor Perfecto yeah. at this point. Hi, Victor. <laughs> the no, thing is, I'm know. watching Doctor Who these days, and I'm trying to, like, dig in my memory what you're no, talking I'm, about, and I'm I don't making, have I'm, it. I'm a piece of shit. I'm making references from, like, classic Who and all yeah. your dramas. And don't worry about me. Okay, fine. 
Uh, so, in any case, um, at this point, Clank says, hey, how about we grow Protectron, uh, since he's knocked out, and we can just do that. Uh-huh. Uh, so they grow Protectron, and Jason, this, this bothers me, because Jason's like, alright guys, you get in the Super Zeozords, and I'll fight all these Cogs, Archerina, and Gasket at once. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, we don't see that at all. No, of course not. <laughs> this is just the, the way to get him out of the Zord fight. You just gotta imagine it, Zach. It would have been yeah. really cool, though, Wait, to see, like, at least, at least Jason fighting Gasket. Close your eyes. Imagine Jason fighting everyone. How cool is that? Uh, when, when Zach reads the book, he's like, "Ah, oh, nerds! I can't even see that orc <laughs> army. I have to imagine it." Fuck. <laughs> Don't be mean to Zach. I, I mean, really, we needed all of those establishing shots of like the Rangers almost getting hit by that guy on a skateboard, yeah. and that one guy's locker coming open. The, the episode was running long, but we really needed that. <laughs> So anyway, they summon the Super Zero Megazord, uh, and there's a fight, and it's not much because they get their double sabers out pretty quick and just blow the hell out of him. Um, I mean, they do call Tackle Boy. Did you mention Tackle Boy? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Tackle they actually here. get blasted a bunch, and then Tackle Boy shows up. Yep. Uh, and our fan Tackle Boy, the, the, the next to last form of our savior before he truly ascended. <laughs> <laughs> And Tackle Boy uh, tackles, which is what he does. Uh-huh. Uh, Protectron dies. And then I know it's repeated footage, but we get the shot of Tackle Boy doing his happy little victory dance. And uh-huh. then the fist bump between him and it's Super Zeo Megazord. Super cute. Which is still is, the best he is thing. so precious and powerful and benevolent. Yep. We, it makes us believe that there is still good in the world. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. You know it's good because my wife was like, aw, and she fucking hates this show. So so anyway, uh, then we cut back down to the end of the fight between Gasket and Jason, and I'm so angry. I wanted to see that so bad. Um, Gasket's like, all right, well, I'm out of here. Fuck this. Uh, Teleports away. And then we just kind of get a a scene with Gasket and... um, uh, and uh, Sprocket, Sprocket fighting in front of Queen Machina. They're bickering. She's happy and about it. Yeah, Queen Machina is like, that's whoever wrote this has never known a mom because n- not a single mother would ever be happy that her kids are fighting like this. It's the worst. I mean, when you're- I mean she is an evil robot. She's an yeah. evil robot. I know. And I don't also know they're many in a junkyard for some be- reason. To be fair, but when your kids are fighting between themselves, it's the worst thing that can happen. And we hate it. And Archerina, come on. Uh, I mean, what, whatever her name is. Queen Machina, Machina stop it. Stop <laughs> pretending that you like it. You don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Uh, some, some major shade thrown by, by Simone yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. mantle over here, I, 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 I don't like this evil robot lady very, lady very much. <laughs> it's the thing. That's adorable. <laughs> you said I thought you said evil robot lady like... Uh, lady. Uh, um... What's her name? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character from... Uh, oh, God, okay. I almost said from Final Dude, Fantasy. I was, I was thinking of Lenny, Letty? Evil Robot Lenny from The Simpsons. Letty. Letty. Letty? Yes, Letty. 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 Okay. It's short for uh, Leticia. Thought... Yes. Oh, I did not know that. I mean, that makes sense. Um, the name is... So the, I thought you said that, and now I want a robot Michelle Rodriguez, please. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, uh, okay. 
certainly Moving on. We then cut back to the gym and juice bar. Everything is back to normal. Everyone's very happy about it. Uh, yeah, and what's correct? Get- That's why I thought, because, yeah, Lady is short for Leticia. Yes. Cool. I did not know. Um, so everyone's like, thanks to Tommy, it all got back together. And Tommy's like, no, it was thanks to teamwork. And yep. <laughs> teamwork fixed and time. And this is where I turn around to my friends I was watching the episode with and went, Tommy sucks as a character. He has no traits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's well, he's pretty boring. This is especially like they haven't really tried to do the like episode moral in a while, mm-hmm. and this is one of those times where it's like, all oh, right, I forgot why they stopped trying to do that because they're bad at it. Like, what <laughs> yeah, teamwork? Nothing what are to you do with anything? About? You know <laughs> what? Fix time a karate chop. Actually, you should say you know. Well, what, what Tommy fix time, time was time work. Yep. So he's off by a little bit. Yeah, as he often is. Uh, so anyway, uh, they say, yeah, we work together. That's what's important. And then Bulk and Skull, uh... They repeat the bit with the exploding soda, but they're not wearing the same clothes. So, you know, it's a different day. And you know that Rocky was right when he said, well, they do that literally every day. Yes. And then, uh, Bulk pours his, uh, soda on, uh, Skull. And, uh, Adam says, some things are just timeless. And then everyone laughs. And that's it. Um, and then and, and Tanya says, I agree right before the freeze frame because she just has to get one more word in, I guess. Because yeah, uh-huh. Tanya had two lines this episode. and they Yeah, had to it's, it wasn't more. a strong Tanya episode. Yeah. Because so. the first thing she said was, shut up, in response to <laughs> colors. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I am looking at the next episode and... It's a murder mystery where everyone's dressed up in period I clothing. Have so that'll the first be fun. Five minutes. Rocky is the butler, and he's very upset that he's the butler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should he's be. Like, no, the butler always dies. It's it's good. I mean, he could also <laughs> be upset that he's the butler. Being the butler sucks. It, you know that. That's funny because in the um uh. Forever Red episode, where uh, all oh, the yeah. Red Rangers come back in the 10th season, uh, Rocky did not appear. He was going to, and he was going to be Tommy's butler so weird. in that's a scene. So weird. Which doesn't make that, any sense in canon. that's a, like, uh, sex thing between them, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I wonder if that was referencing this. Anyway, so that, that'll, that'll be a good one. But that's the episode. Uh, it's fine. We have the, s- we have six episodes of Zio left. It's kind of that's wild. It, we're gonna be done with Zio before Halloween. Uh, no, wait, that's ha- not right. That's not right. No, at all. that's incorrect. Before uh, my birthday. But we will be doing the Turbo, the Power Rangers movie before the end of this year. So yes, that's we exciting. are. Get hyped. Um, for Turbo Power Rangers. Oh wait, movie. is it? A movie I saw the theater. I'm excited for Turbo. We make a quick calculation here. One, two, three, four, Carry the five, one. six. Okay, I w- we we're gonna do the Turbo movie exactly one week before my birthday. Hey. I got real scared for a second there. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> well, clearly, I'll just need to miss another week just to make sure. <laughs> Actually, make- the thing is, it's probably gonna be more than one episode, so it's probably gonna be part two of the Turbo. Probably movie gonna be like three at least. It's yeah. a movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. That's the episode. It's fine. What I gotta, I will say, like, I know so many TV shows do, um, 
these types of episodes. The one that I always think of is someone here seen the Groundhog Day episode of. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the time loop episode of Supernatural. Nope. The Stargate uh, one is really good, also. The the super. I think. Well, in the Supernatural one, there's a part where he just can't figure out why it's happening, and he just kind of loses it and like just starts smashing shit and killing people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a crucial. Like, part of these, it happens in the actual movie that this mm-hmm. is referencing. Yes. It happens in most good, It like, happens in the, in the Stargate one. It's They eventually realize that they have an infinite amount of time to do whatever they want. They learn to juggle while also learning to decode ancient hieroglyphics. They end up, like, golfing through the Stargate. There's a funny gag where at the begin- beginning of every loop, Teal gets the door slammed open in his face, and he gets really, really annoyed with it. It's, it's a pretty fun episode. But in this, it, it's it only happens three times, and the third time is nothing. Like, it's exactly yeah. the same as the second time. It's such a waste. I understand that they can't have Tommy just start killing people. I get that. But, like, have him do something fun with, like, ah, shit, I'm still stuck in this time loop, and and get something good out of it. It's still an okay episode, though. I, I, yeah, I didn't dislike fine. it or anything. I, we've had a really, I think, really nice string of... Perfectly fine episodes. This past four or five of like yeah. okay, yeah. okay to old good. style goofy episodes. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. episode was actually okay. It's just you know the it's monster part was tacked on. Imp- it's not bad. It's just like I think this kind of concept. Like you need a montage of him <laughs> trying different things. Yeah, like that's I think crucial, and they didn't do that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Um, that's that's it though. I don't have any um, questions. I've been a little short. If you have one, please send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or at or sorry, uh, Teens with Toot at gmail.com is the email address. Um, let's see. How about we do some plugs? Uh, Fabi, do you have anything you would uh, like to plug? Let's steal a podcast. It's almost over. It will that will be done by the end of October, probably right before my birthday, which is uh, also in October. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you haven't listened to it, please do. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I was just on an episode about it wine. Was good. Uh, and that was a blast. Uh, Fabi was very sleepy and towards the end got a little loopy. Uh, she okay, so it was the 21st of September and the song was in my head. So, like, did you remember? Honest, yeah, yes. I, okay. I sure remembered. Okay. <laughs> she um, remembered over and over again and we couldn't end the episode. I wouldn't let them end the episode. We were trapped in that 21st of September time loop. Yes. Honestly, that's kind of how every end of episode has gone lately. Uh, so, enjoy that but uh, if you want a good jumping on point uh if you're like i don't care or don't know uh leverage uh i always recommend the special episode where i made cassidy watch santa claus versus the devil one of uh, a mexican uh christmas movie i saw as a kid uh or the episodes where we talk about each season overall after we finish the season that's like a good jumping on point there you go Check that out. Uh, 
Jebediah, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, my plug is for the gaping maw at the end of time that consumes all things. <laughs> you gotta plug that. Yeah, you want to plug that up as soon as possible, please. <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, there's nothing we really can do. We've really tried everything, and I do mean everything, because, like, the thing about when you can go anywhere in time is you can check and see if you ever eventually figured anything out that worked, and it turns out we will not. Oh, well... Great. <laughs> so, uh, keep fleeing from the nothingness, y'all, because it will consume us all eventually. True. Very, very true. Emily, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, you can see me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. Uh, okay, fair enough. And I guess I didn't plug in my Twitter. Uh, Frankie Extra on Twitter. There you go. Follow and Fabby. Simon, do you have anything you'd like to plug? You can go on my Twitter at this, uh, sorry, The Real Simben. I uh, don't have a strong theme going on on my Twitter right now, just kind of random stuff. Also, watch Window of Opportunity, the really good Stargate Time Loop episode. It's really good. There you oh, go. you know what? Let me plug a silly thing I've been doing on my Twitter. Hey, if you're like, what's all this fucking bullshit Fabi's talking about, Doctor Who? Uh, I recently found out that Spotify has a bunch of big finished Doctor Who audio dramas. And I'm going through them one by one in uh, chronological order. Uh, so if you use the hashtag FabbyBigFinish, you can see the first one uh, of my thread as I go through them. I recommend them. I tell you which ones to skip, which ones to watch, uh, which characters are in each one. If you are ever interested in audio dr- Doctor Who audio dramas you can and you have Spotify, you can get through these very easily. Cool. There you go. Uh, I guess for me, I will say, since Simon mentioned his, and that that's a good idea, uh, The Mystery Spot is the episode of Supernatural I was talking about. It's a very good episode. If you've never watched that show, and you're like, there's 20 episodes, or 20 seasons, and you don't want to, that's understandable, but the first three or four are pretty good. <laughs> I... I will always remember the one time... The thing that got me into the show, and then I stopped, but the thing that got me is that I I was uh, at a house watching cable, and I didn't watch a lot of cable, and a show started, or it was like halfway from commercials, and it looked like one of those uh, ghost shows, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is all right, and... And then it turned out it was the middle of a episode of Supernatural, and then the episode was a fake ghost hunter. That's a great episode. And That's a really that, good that, episode. Yeah, and I didn't know it was Supernatural until like halfway through because I didn't watch the beginning. Uh, so yeah, that really made made me like the show, and then it went on for too long. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> so anyway, uh, oh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is if you um. If you like Audio Entropy and you don't know like a good place to kind of see where all our content is, you should follow the Audio Entropy Twitter, which is just at Audio Entropy, or also Jordan uh, from um, War and Beast maintains a uh, Facebook page for Audio Entropy that just posts every every new episode and a link to it, and it's just an easy way to keep track of everything when stuff comes out, and he does a good job with that. So check that out if you're just like, where do I start with this stuff? Um, that's going to do it for us. Oh, I'm at Chinchimichilla on Twitter. Uh, you can see me have a mental breakdown about other podcasters, I guess. That's what I did today. <laughs> uh but yeah, go check that out if you want to follow me. 
And that's going to be it, I think. Uh, I just realized I didn't post a sign-off order, and there's five of us, so this is going to be awful. But for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Simo. I'm Fabi. I'm Emily. And I will continue to be Jebediah until the mall claims me. And <laughs> may the power protect you always, especially Gemini. Okay, Simone, can you please explain to me again, what's the difference between yellow and green? Alright, so <laughs> yellow, you know Tatiana's okay. yellow ranger? Uh, yes. Has like the, you mean okay, Aisha? Two lines. Yeah, Aisha, also uh, green. Okay. Okay. Remember Trini? Well, well, there's the other yellow ranger. I'm stopping my Okay, red. <laughs> <laughs> I like Eric.